0: What are the best trainers to wear during a Hyrox race? Should the women open race see their warbles increase to 100? And how did the average race times in Hyrox Manchester compare to
1: the rest of the season? Welcome to the world of Planet Hyrox on the Rock Zone podcast. Well, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, well, you're not part of the, the, the global High rocks trend that's gone viral <laughs> on the internet.
2: <laughs> um, so. Oh, Dick, Dickie, David what? and I have been hanging out around the back of the Tesco's <laughs> and we are going down the park later to have a pint. Uh. That was unreal. David Attenborough, thanks oh, for joining us. Oh if you haven't God. seen it online, go check out our Instagram. Anyway, let's get on with the episode. Rock's own in. A lot, to, a lot to get into. Three, two, one. Let's go. Rock own in. <laughs> Before we get into this week's episode, this is just a quick reminder that we're teaming up with Sleven Fitness in Vauxhall in the lovely city of London uh, on the Sunday, the 18th of February, for a Hyrox workout, a Reverse Rocks, believe you. Whoa. So, yeah, a bit of a simulation for you guys. If you are in town, Uh, Come on down. Uh, I think tickets are £10, but there's a load of sponsors coming down as well. More details to follow at the end of the pod. But if you can't wait, go and check it all out on Pod on Instagram. And uh, all the details are there ready, waiting for you. Uh, But we would love to see that.
1: We certainly would. Um, But let's uh, shift focus onto today's episode. So, we are actually recording this about a week or so after Hyrox Manchester. And I want to start today's show off by asking the question Did anyone else notice that? Your whole body is in absolute agony after a race, except for your abs. Like mm. I, I just never have any DOMs or abdominal pains at
2: large. I, I I saw you threw this up on Instagram actually as a community question, and it kind of it did make me think twice because I haven't actually ever noticed any DOMs in my abs. But then again, is are DOMs something that you're looking for out the back of a high rocks race?
1: Yes, the, that's kind of the the receipt, the <laughs> the velcro patch,
2: and the
1: incredible pain in your ass. Those are those are the two things. I mean, you do a lot of <laughs> things for <laughs> incredible pain in your ass, mate, and it doesn't have to take an hour and twenty.
2: <laughs> um,
1: anyway, I, I did ask uh, the the community this, and um, well, this isn't this isn't our real community question. That that will come a little bit later on. Um, however, I do want to. I do want to read a, a, a couple of uh, good responses I got. So, uh, by and large, no one feels ab pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not just me. Um, uh, some some people said, "What abs? Lol?" Question <laughs> mark. Um, you did post this
2: when you were topless as well. So it's a little bit of a hard I, yeah, comment I from mean, them.
1: Yes. Um, some. <laughs>
2: <yeah>. <laughs>
1: I hadn't even considered that. Thank you very much. Um, uh, R. McKedden said, "Shush." If they add 800 mountain climbers after war balls, they can stuff their patch. Thought that was quite good. Um, what else did I see? Uh, why would you have abdoms unless you ate a pizza mid race? <laughs> nice, nice one by Ratigan Knoll there. But yeah, interesting, interesting uh, thought that I had. Um, perhaps we'll dive a little bit deeper on that and, and do a community question on on what ab exercises you'd like to well, possibly. Would see you in not race. say that
2: the ski erg? Arc- is an ab-focused exercise as such at the very beginning.
1: I mean, this is one of those bullshit things where you can say, oh, yeah, this trains your core as well, like your core strength. Like every exercise trains your core strength. 100%. I'm sorry, like your your top mm. half of your body is connected to your bottom half. I mean, unless you <laughs> you have, uh, you know, no abs like me, <laughs> you, uh, you're you going to engage your core at some point. So, no, yeah. I, dis- I, I disagree if, with
2: that. If I was putting my business hat on for a second, I would say, that when they're designing the race, like ab work for a lot of people is something that they stray, like shy away from, um, like sit ups and things like that. I mean, I don't know about you, but like I'll do sessions in the gym, but I rarely remember to go, oh, yeah, now I'm going to do my little ab piece. Um, it's the same when Christian was talking about like grip strength and like no bars to hang from. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a commercial implication for having to do like an exercise where you had to sit still and do crunches or something it kind of just takes the flow out of the race if you know what i mean as well
1: see i'm already thinking we need to ask the community what what creative <laughs> ways they would come up with to do to do ab testing because uh i'm really curious to think what people will come up with that's a business viable AB <laughs> exercise to do
2: okay <laughs> thank you thank you for that was looking Not out yet. for christian looking out for the big boy <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Actually, while we're talking about Christian, and it's sort of related to what we just spoke about, we actually got a message from a guy called William Petty the other day. He's the country manager for High Rock Singapore. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. And
0: he and he messaged us and he said, I've just listened to episode seventy-two where you guys were suggesting other funny challenges that should happen during a Hyrox race. Oh he says, bloody hell, throwback. Okay. Yeah, Go I know. On. He goes, I think Hyrox founders Christian and Mo should hide around the race with yellow and black eggs. If they hit you, you get a time penalty. <laughs> 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 I love that.
2: What? I, yeah. <laughs> You know what? Let's take it up a notch. Let's give them paintball guns. That would make everyone run so much faster. Oh, my God.
1: This has gone on a very, very odd tangent. I th- I think um, we wanted to talk about our secret phrase at some point as well.
2: Yes. yeah. I suppose that is, that is the right thing to do, though, because we are on the topic of community. Remember a couple of episodes ago, we said we had some rock socks up for grabs for anyone that came up to us and said our secret catchphrase, boys which was, can you guys remember?
1: I I'm not sure it was a catchphrase as much as like a, a poetic tribute to to the man, the myth, the
2: legend,
3: Joe, Joe Wicks. Wicks. Yeah. Joe Wicks,
2: who also had his fitness event on the same weekend in Manchester, believe it or not. Um, so, yeah, you had to come up with a rhyme about him and possibly include us. And boy, oh boy, did you guys not disappoint. Thank you to everyone that came up um, and... More importantly, thank you to those that did it when they were most vulnerable, on stage. Nonetheless, Kelly, Kelly Sidebottom, you, when you finished your lovely race, decided to you wanted no water, no food, no sustenance, no bananas, <laughs> but uh, you wanted a pair of rock socks. So, Kelly, this is you.
4: There's a quote that I need to say, and yes. I've forgotten it because I've just died. So
2: <laughs> This is it, exactly when you need to do it, right on the finish line. I'm not getting
4: any rock zone socks. I've forgotten the uh, point. No, no, you, you can't. Really. You've just got to rhyme with Joe Wicks. That's all you got to do. Joe Wicks has a little prick. Hey, There
2: we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cheap, 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 but, huh, Kelly. Che- very. That is
1: that is the easiest pair of rock socks you'll ever get. That is uh, well, okay. Uh, have, we, have we got someone else?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, Kelly, to do that when she was uh, on the finish line, she was. She, like bless her she was parched I could see she was like all over the place <laughs> and she managed to pull it together and then uh, hounded me for the next 20 minutes to come and deliver the rock socks to her because I had to go backstage and get a pair so she really wanted them so well, fair play to her fair play to the hustle yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next clip is from the lovely Jess here with Jones
4: that's a hard no hanging out with the rock Zone boys that's the real McCoys Yay! that's good right give you that and what was it rock and inty <laughs> <laughs> so we managed to get a new catchphrase out of it as well
1: i mean when you said Roxon and inty when was it a couple of episodes ago i mean i i was ready to to call the episode quit there and then i just thought it's not getting any better than that Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's come back it's come back
2: well done jess i think honestly jess is one she tapped me on the shoulder and then she she took a good like minute to think about it and she was like no it's coming it's coming and then she was like boom so well done there ah,
1: okay. Um, okay it did look like there was some effort and preparation that went oh, into yeah. that I'd be uh, I'd be even more surprised if that just came out of uh, thin air but uh, congratulations to you on a on a slightly separate note um, thank you everyone of course to who, who said hi in any shape or, or form um, I didn't I didn't get any um, uh, secret phrases that I can share with you today however I did get quite a few encouragements while running around <laughs> my race with Adam to uh, slap Adam on the behind zone um, in front of everyone to see.
2: So that was uh, I, that was quite odd. I got one as well, mate. I, I got slapped on the arse going round oh, really? by someone that said, come on, and I was like, fuck you, they like,
3: <laughs> guys, what have we done? <laughs>
1: well, you know. Every every cult needs its secret handshake. One is a <laughs> discreet, <laughs> discreet slap on the butt. <laughs> Whilst we're sharing audio from um, ladies in particular that uh, came up and spoke to us on the weekend, of course we asked the the highly controversial question: whether the women's open race should see the number of warbles increase from 75 to 100. Mm. And um, just in case there was any doubt, this... This movement or this question was, of course, spearheaded by none other than a uh, a white old man in the form of uh, Nathan, Nathan Petrie. Um, so that was we... the
2: loosest <laughs> intro Nathan has ever got.
1: <laughs> in any case, on uh, on on the weekend, uh, Mikey and I went up to the Recovery Zone and asked a couple of or a handful of ladies what they thought of the idea of doing a hundred war balls versus seventy. And bear in mind, this is right after they completed the race. So we said, congratulations. Now, would you like to do 25 more? And you'd be very surprised as to what the results were. However, before we play any of that, I think it's only fair that we give Nathan a chance to, one, explain himself, and two, give his hypothesis on what he thinks the ladies answered with.
5: Well, I'm a feminist. <laughs> and I know that females. Strunk, strong, strong start. Yeah. For the record, ladies and gentlemen, I like women. <laughs> <laughs> and I know they have those cute, incy-wincy arms. Oh.
3: What? <laughs> what is this doing? are oh, not a spider.
5: But <laughs> they pay the same as the men. And the war balls is the only place where they do less distance or less repetitions than the men. So I think it's a bit unfair. They pay the same as a the man, they should get the full experience.
2: Equality full equality on every front that's fair enough now exactly
5: i just find this amazing
0: that the reason you think it should be is based on the price of the ticket i find that yes. over like, <laughs> like but, I, I, you know like when there's equality i don't know i just find that a really bizarre like point to hang on but i mean it's a fair point it's a fair point i guess
2: it's honestly when you mentioned it i was like that makes a lot of sense you do pay the same amount like yeah well if <laughs> like, it
5: were t- if it were like 10 more balls then they would be disappointed you know so it should be the same fair enough
1: i i think the the next sexy science post should be nathan determining what a fair reduction in ticket price (laughs) would be for for the women's open category based on 25 warbles being emitted from the race.
0: Yeah, I'll work that out. It'd be like about 30 pence less, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one P for
1: every warble thrown. The
0: thing is, I can,
2: I can see Nathan's brain already working on, well, the overall average time is this, and then 25 warbles takes an average. I can see, mate, by, by the time we get to science, Sexy Science today, you will have an answer for us. I know that.
1: In any case, shall we actually get to the protagonists of this issue and hear from the ladies themselves absolutely so let's see how many of these athletes thought the idea could perhaps or warrant some 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 form of merit and how many people thought Nathan was just an utter arsehole who's definitely not a feminist? Here, up first, we've got Fern Connor. So, my question to you is, there's a campaign being launched for women to do 100 warbles and not 75 warbles at the end. What are your thoughts on that?
4: Um, I'd be up for it. I'd be up for it. I did 100, yeah, I did 100 yesterday in the doubles pro, so yeah, i do it. That's unfortunate, because I was going
1: to tell you that the guy
4: behind the campaign
1: is this twat here. Oh, right. And what, you, what you'd what like to say to him? You're really going for it today. Uh, he's a twat. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I set you up for that one, Nathan, a, a little bit. Um, for, for context, I... Uh, I showed some, not all of the ladies, um, a picture of Nathan in his full park run outfit in the pouring rain, umbrella in hand, looking...
2: Uh, it's a brilliant sticker. We've used it on Instagram a couple of times, actually. Uh, like You know, it appeared on my phone because... You'd saved it, Nathan. You made your own sticker of yourself. So, so, so now it's in my library and I just get to use it whenever. It's
5: great. Yeah, I just discovered that you could do that and I was just experimenting. And then I didn't know it would save in our in our library. And now it's in, in our on, cloud. It's on our, all our Insta stories.
2: I think we should make a special T-shirt with it on. I think that would... Yes.
1: Oh my God. It's it's a voluntary up to your own discretion if you do a hundred warbles balls as opposed to twenty-five in the open women's category. <laughs> we'll be waiting on stage with a t shirt that said, I did a hundred balls" with Nathan's face plastered on the back. How's that? How's that? You know what,
2: if we can make that promise and actually deliver it, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can hardly send out socks on time and you're sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Let's hear Let's hear from the next athlete,
2: Vicky. So,
1: congratulations on completing your high rocks. Was it your first one?
4: First one, yeah. First one, okay. Loved
1: it. So, what do you think about the idea of having to do 100 warbles as opposed to 75 at the end?
4: Fine. It's only 4 kg. Go for it. Add it in. Add the 100 in.
2: Wow. Okay. Unexpected <laughs> yeah. answer. Great. Okay. 4 kg. What? 4 kilograms. Oh, 4 kg. Oh. Uh, yeah. I thought it was like an extra 4k of running. I was like, where the hell's that come from?
1: You know, we'll, we'll we'll allow some kind of verbal nonsense. That you know, bear in mind they're being interviewed like two minutes after doing their high rocks race.
2: I mean, fair play. She wants to do it. Good for her. But
1: like themes already emerging of well, perhaps they are up for the challenge. Perhaps yeah. our boy boy Nathan is actually insightful enough I love it. to to realise there there is appetite for it. Let's move on to the next one. Lauren,
2: a theme of two people so far, <laughs> yeah. so big trend right there.
1: <laughs> I'll cut to the chase. What do you think about the idea of having to do 100 warbles as opposed to 75?
4: At, this, at that point, you lose all hope, anyway. So
2: <laughs> you lose all hope. It's uh, it reminds me of um, how are your legs you lose oh, all hope.
1: Uh... Oh, poor Lauren, poor Lauren. I mean, very honest answer, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, uh. You know, a realist. Let's say you know the the previous two ladies, perhaps slightly optimistic, um, but Lauren saw saw the danger and thought, you know
2: what, I'm okay. I think I'd lose all hope though if if I was told like at the end of the race, like you do the
1: and oh, then that's add nasty.
2: On the twenty five, like that that's would be like nasty. Huh?
1: what? Please, that's <laughs> a cool, cruel, cruel trick. You so wouldn't, we... you wouldn't do that.
0: We don't actually have a clip from Michelle, but we did speak to a girl called Michelle at the finish line. And she thought we were asking her to do another 25, didn't she, Max? And the fear in her face was next level. And she still, and even when we were just asking the question, we were, no, 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 we're just joking. We just want to know. She was like, seriously, though, you're not going to make me do that, are you? And we were like, no, we're, we're so sorry. Michelle, hand,
1: hand us over your finish this patch. You're going to do another 25 or you're not coming on with it.
2: I mean, I mean, I do fair. We're probably quite intimidating on the finish line, asking people do you want to do another 25 like no please (laughs) um let's move on to karen Karen's story next
1: there's a campaign that's being launched for women to have to do 100 warbles and not 75 what are your thoughts on that uh
4: i'm not that keen on that i like doing 75 i must say that's that's more for me
1: (laughs) okay so i'm going to tell you that the guy behind the campaign is this person here what would you tell him if you could
0: um He's not a woman so what is he got to do
1: with him? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you tell her
5: I'm a feminist?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does she not tell? She's <laughs> about to ask. Um I think uh, I think that's pretty appropriate. Karen telling Nathan to politely fuck off because he's not a woman. Let's uh, let's move on to the final one from Charlene Brown. So, as someone who's done two Hyroxes, okay. what do you think about the idea of women having to do 100 warbles as opposed to 75?
2: Oh. Not a chance.
0: As a matter of <laughs> fact, I think since doubles is 50-50, women should be 50.
1: Six okay.
0: Single should be half.
1: A new opinion, 50.
0: Because we're doing more work than the doubles. Okay. You know what I mean? If they split it in half, it's 50-50. <laughs> we're doing interesting. more. Interesting,
2: interesting. You know? So not 25 more, 25 less. I love it. She wants it on discount.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I I, I I said interesting and I said, yeah, fair opinion, because I wanted to hear the rest of her argument. But there and then, the second she said 50 war boys, I just thought, no chance. Absolutely <laughs> no chance. That makes no sense whatsoever. You know what? Let's just do 25 because in relay, you, you're four and technically you're only doing a quarter of all the race. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of confusion. A lot of confused faces. I suppose you're still (laughs) individual. You did did have to think about that. It's not four people on relay, though, is it? (laughs) Yeah, and on all
5: the other stations, in the open, you do double what the doubles do. And it's the same with a war ball, so it's consistent with everything else.
1: Very pragmatic answer there, Nathan. Um, But yeah, interesting. I thought uh, for sure when we thought of this segment it's going to be a pretty done and dull thing where everyone's just going to say absolutely no chance I'm happy with 75 but the amount of ladies that actually said yep I'm up for the challenge I was really pleasantly surprised by um and then also how it went the other way from Charlene who said actually 75 is too many I prefer to do 50. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Nathan you also put a poll out on Instagram as well didn't you and what what were the results of that was it was it 63 percent said keep them at 75 and and 37 said increase them
5: yeah that's bang on so just over a third 37 percent said that they'd like it to go up to 100 and we also had men voting on the poll as well and what was interesting was 94 percent of men wanted to see the woman suffer just <laughs> as much as a men do brilliant brilliant <laughs> up the patriarchy fair enough
2: Uh,
1: Christ alive equality Equality. a lot of feminists out there that's all we can say for
5: sure
0: (laughs) how many how many listeners do you reckon we've lost on this segment of the pod all the women probably (laughs) exactly
5: 63%
2: (laughs) 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 yes it's back for 2024 it's the lovely sexy science and of course Nathan you'll be bringing us some fantastic stats about Manchester that's just gone down What have you got for us,
5: bud? That's right. So last year, Manchester was the slowest UK race of a season. So in the 2023 season, Glasgow was the fastest, Manchester was the slowest. This year, it's currently the fastest UK race in all categories except for pro men. So we got Manchester in first and well, we're also looking at UK and Ireland. So Dublin is currently the slowest one.
2: Nice clarification. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Don't leave them out. They'll get angry about that. (laughs) Of course not. But interesting about Manchester, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. So they've had a resurgence and also they're the fastest race in the doubles as well. And of course they've had the pro doubles in Manchester. So I thought it'd be interesting to mm. see what the pro doubles averages times were and compare them to the normal doubles. Yeah.
2: I mean, how many how many pro doubles races have we had this season so far? Has it only been two?
5: Yeah, so just the two races so far. Uh but I just looked at Manchester and in the doubles pro, the main average time, total time, was one hour eight minutes. Oh, and okay. the Mine pro doubles was one hour eighteen and a half minutes.
2: Wow, quick times! Cool. Yeah, very quick times. How does that stack up against your time, Max, in pro doubles?
1: Yeah, I was about to say that's slightly alarming because <laughs> um, I thought Adam and I put down a really a really good race with one hundred eight forty something or other. But uh, if Nathan's telling us that the average is one hundred eight,
2: you're bang on
5: average, uh, mate.
0: I I think though the the talent. That was involved in the Manchester uh, Pro Doubles was mm. top top caliber. Yeah, like true. I've true. I, Have you seen the start of the first wave of the men's Pro Doubles? Everyone takes off the start line like they're on a hundred meter sprint. They it's an absolute stampede yeah. off the start. I mean, probably everyone was fucked after about 100 meters, <laughs> yeah. literally, but you know. It's the first opportunity to make history. <laughs> but, but I definitely think the caliber of athlete in Manchester was top yes. tier.
1: Anyway, putting the focus very much firmly on the main protagonist <laughs> of the High Rock story, which is, of course, the Roxone, and more specifically, Roxone's sexy science evaluation. Nathan, why do you actually think that Manchester was so much faster?
5: Well, we looked across all the stations and the running and for the running all the events in the uk and I, in the uk were were very similar about 49 minutes for the men on average 53 minutes for the woman so it was in the functional exercises where manchester got an edge especially with the sleds and the sled push and the sled pull really
2: mm. no okay.
1: do i smell Built. Oh <laughs> Conspiracy cafe. is seems opening a- up again.
0: Come on in. It's nice and warm inside. Anecdotally, I, 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 I mean, I couldn't complain about the sleds in in Manchester at all. I thought they were fine. Wherever we, where we race, we've raced in every race this season. Birmingham did feel mm. tougher. But it was also the first race of the season, so mm. I don't know. It
2: was my first race of the season, Manchester, uh, coming back from injury. And I actually thought mm. the sleds... like I've had so long since I last pushed on a, a high-rocks carpet, but I thought they were uh, a bit tougher, um, if I'm truly honest. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I was I was breaking. Uh, I actually broke um, in the middle a little bit more, um, which was surprising because usually, usually I don't. But um, it's... It just goes to show that time away from the racetrack, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I saw a really interesting tip on Instagram mm. this week. So, you know how uh, there's always, you know, there's always a carpet gate and signs mm. and yeah, everything yeah. like that. And they say that fresh carpet. Is better for your for the sleds than than old carpet, right? It's just such an innuendo. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Come on, keep, keep going. Right. So you know how when people are pushing the sleds and they're pulling them, there almost becomes like tracks in the middle yeah. mm-hmm. of the sled. Mm-hmm. So you can see where the sled's been mm. going forwards and backwards. I saw this guy, he's he what he does is he pushes the sled slightly to the side. So then he's, oh. he's running, the, running the sled down the, the middle and the edge and therefore he's on fresh carpet. And he was like, it was really easy pushing the sleds. And you see this video of him and it's like a knife through butter. Really? And I was like, oh my God, has this guy just come up with the new Billy Blower? Yeah. Like,
2: oh my God. That is... Wow. I'm a little bit gobsmacked by that.
0: So maybe worth the test.
2: Yeah.
1: How, how has no one thought of that before? stunned silence in the virtual (laughs) podcast studio
2: like i'm just trying to think like physically what does that mean it means that the the sled is running on carpet that is thicker in essence it hasn't been like compacted down or worn Mm. away Mm. and so yeah does that mean that it's going to glide over it easier versus a worn down
0: well you you would have thought you would have thought there'd be more friction there that would be my immediate go-to because i always thought old carpets would make more sense than new carpets but I don't know maybe yeah it's just it's just more more slippery. more slippery i mean my favorite one
2: was back in the day when they were like yeah there's actually more sweat on the course later in the day so it runs quicker uh, so the later start waves you're in for a in for a treat i was like yeah like a slipping yeah, slide bullshit, mate. <laughs> was there anything else for sexy science Nate?
5: but that's it from the day but if you want to look at all the numbers check out our insta page at rock pod and you'll find them on our most recent posts So,
1: with Manchester wrapped up nicely and put to bed, there is, of course, another race that we need to talk about, and that was Turin in Italia. Um, and whereas we did not make it over, um, our spirit animal, known as Prass, um, was racing there this weekend, and um, he gave us a little review of the event. So, uh, as always, here is Roxone Day Onener
3: Prass. Right. Hyrux Turin this past weekend. The home of Fiat, right? And uh, maybe the future home of Hyrux Italy. The first thing I'd say is the venue was amazing. It was like this modern, stylistic, standalone building. The outskirts of Turin with the Alps as a backdrop was really beautiful. And yeah, definitely prefer it to all of the exhibition halls that we typically go to. The race itself was very busy, but th- it did bring the energy just in terms of like observations i feel like there was um slightly less number of men topless as there usually is however there was this one exception <laughs> uh, a guy who's probably in his late 40s maybe in his 50s oh sporting bright red underpants i've heard about this and it didn't leave much to yeah, the imagination <laughs> so yeah he was the exception to the rule i'd say but just to summarize like definitely recommend cheering if uh, if anyone wants to get away um, I'm,
1: I, I must admit, I'm slightly annoyed by that review uh, Pras has given us. Um, so obviously he did comment on that one well-endowed fella sure but um (laughs) there was a notable notable lack of review on men with nipple piercings um i was i was i was sincerely hoping he would have at least commented on whether there was ample or you know an adequate amount of uh, pierced nipples to be seen
2: but um... how is that (laughs) that's top of your list out of all of that (laughs) yeah quite literally yeah that's uh, <laughs> top of your list. My, hey. my <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Shit I don't think, don't, don't think we have anything more to say on that. Um, yeah. So let's look ahead at the next race, which is, of course, the illustrious Hyrox Open European Championship in Vienna, where the next Hyrox major race will be happening with the Elite 15 all taking place, as well as Mikey and Max being there. So, you know. Elite 15 plus two. Um, Yeah, um, Very much so. (laughs) We're going to be catching up with a load of the elite athletes. And uh, for anyone who's coming over, High Rocks Germany have sent us a little snippet as to what we might expect. However, I'm not going to read it to you um, because uh, Maxi is going to join the conversation at this stage. And he will be translating and reading this for you.
2: Oh, hi,
3: Maxi. Oh hello, yeah, Mickey. <laughs> hello, Vicky. Yeah, is, is, this, is this
2: what we're doing now? <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, of course.
2: Will I and see you in, in Austria this weekend. <laughs>
5: yeah,
1: to, to, to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here we hello. go. What I have been sent is the following: In Vienna, the whole of Europe will be collecting themselves to take part in this race. This is your opportunity to race with athletes across of the continent. Across. <laughs> 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 Every participant has the chance to win a medal. Vienna is a amazing, enchanting little city, and it is the perfect backdrop for the sporting highlight that is Hyrox. And then there's a little question saying, does this help? Because I asked them to uh, give me a little bit more of possess <laughs> that I can <laughs> share on the podcast. <laughs> so That's there we go. Brilliant. Um, so
2: I uh, guess... They're saying it's a European championship. Yeah, yeah, I was going nice. to say. <laughs> well done, Hyrux.
0: I was going to say, it sounds like Hyrux are keeping their cards very close to their chest yeah. yet again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I, I
1: think you now understand why I had to invite Maxi into the conversation to make some kind of bit about this, because that was, uh, uh, as you said, rather I'll vague. <laughs> I'll tell you what,
0: though. Um, have you seen the the venue map for, for the race that's come out this weekend? I'm, I'm um, looking at it now, mate. I it's, was going to uh, say, it, it it's pretty chaotic. Like, yeah. it's, you know, first of all, the stations are not in numerical order, but we're, we're not unfamiliar with that. But... You, you know the the in and the out arch are kind of in sort of different corners
2: yeah i guess it it looks like a, a slice of toast is how i would describe <laughs> yes. it it's, yes yes that that's is a perfect, a perfect,
1: yeah, yeah, perfect perfect yeah so perfect description a
2: slice of toast and the the left bottom corner if you bite that that's the in <laughs> and if you bite the bottom right corner that's the out yeah um, and then there's a jungle of exercises in the middle yeah um, have
0: you seen like the way like so kind of most of the exercises you kind of traditionally run in through the inn and, and you, you sort of pick your arch. But the yeah. sled push is like round a corner. So you kind yeah. of got to run in. But the thing I'm actually most excited about is the burpees. And I know this is a bit weird to be excited about the burpees. But if you believe the diagram... It looks like they're all in one straight line. So it's an 80 meter stretch of burpees. Mm. So I'm kind of thinking like, are we going to see the world's fastest burpees this week? Well, we,
2: we actually did that in uh, Frankfurt. I was about um, to did you? say. Yeah, Frankfurt I was, was a straight strip for burpees. Did you like uh, it? I, it was weird. It was, I kind of felt like I was in a loading bar. I kind of like, you know, you can still see how far away it is and you're like, oh my yeah. God, I've got ages yeah. to go. But you, interestingly, you don't get the like jump over the line, walk, take a couple of breaths oh, and, uh, and go across. Nathan so will you, be
0: fuming. Yeah, there's
2: less <laughs> opportunity to go wrong, I guess. Um, I think what stands out for me on that racetrack is what you mentioned with the in uh, arch. It looks like there are three immediate decisions you need to make or like four in the directions mm. you go. You either make a sharp left turn to go to the sled push. You either go straight in and just to the left and go straight into the sled pull. Um, you either go to the right straight in and go burpees or you keep running and then you've got loads of other turnings that you turn down. I think you might need to actually have a map on you for this venue. <laughs> so if you guys could report back, um, yeah, let us know how it goes. Um, if it How it compares to... The jewel that is the UK, hi Right, guys, it's time for a little bit of a debate, as such, or educational banter, uh, as we banter yeah, around the back of Tesco's, <laughs> um, with uh, the elite advice section, uh, where we're going to be asking some uh, some people who are a little bit more qualified than ourselves um, to add a little bit of insight into the wonderful world of hyrox training, um, mm. and this week in particular i think it's going to be a product focused question as oh. we ask what are the best trainers to wear during a hyrox race <laughs> no i guess trainers are a big thing in hyrox like there's a lot of um, a lot of debate that goes on in terms of like are, have i got the right trainers for sleds for pushing for pulling uh, but more importantly have i got the right trainers for running the whole race in for pulling. You're really laughing at that. Yeah. I'm, I'm out on a pool, mate, I'm in my I'm pumas. Just, I'm like just
1: picturing someone showing up with pumas at a bouncer's <laughs>
2: nightclub. Like, you're not getting in with those, mate. <laughs> oh please. Please. I can post at one uh, one I'll, fifteen yeah, in I'll, this. I'm on the pool, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's only fair we we get um something to establish a baseline um in this in this conversation. Um as we also like to offer some expert advice. From the lovely uh, Team Hogan with Dina Hogan, uh, who is actually a running coach.
1: I don't think you could have said that in a more convoluted way. <laughs> big time. But we'll run with it. Here's Dina.
4: <laughs> I am a Puma girly. So, my weapon of choice for conquering Hyrux is the DV8 Nitro Elite 2 racing shoe currently. And that's what I plan to wear in Vienna.
1: I mean, Shock, she's wearing the latest uh Puma well, no, hybrid hybrid athlete shoe. Not
2: not the latest, actually. I think the 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 latest is the the Nitro threes that have come out, uh which everyone was saw being worn in Manchester, the bright neon yellow pair. Um and um I think I've actually got some some information about those. Um currently retailing at a juicy 110 pounds, believe it or not. But the interesting thing with them, of course, is the puma grip um and I firsthand can actually say that the Puma grip is different to what you see on the um elites, which I think Dina um mentioned, which that's more of like a marathon shoe um like it's a little bit thinner the grip, whereas the Puma grip is um I would say that that is perfect for uh for the sleds um and for getting the grip on those but I think what is interesting is the rumor that there will be a dedicated hyrox shoe coming out next year um, from Puma. Um, and that, I'm not sure, is public knowledge. But if it's out there and someone told me, I'm sorry that I just let it slip. Um, but that's coming. But you're going to have to wait a little while. Everyone that I've spoken to about the uh, Velocity Nitro 3s has had rave reviews about them.
1: Yeah, I uh, I really like the Pumas as well. I uh, I use the um, Nitro Twos or whatever the the pink ones. Same one as Dina, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the pink ones, uh, the hot pink ones. Hot Um, pink. But anyway, (laughs) let's uh, let's hear what um, qualities and traits she looks for in a shoe.
4: When considering what shoe to wear for high rocks, the ultimate thing is to make sure you have trained in them find a trainer that suits and meets your needs. For me, I look for a light, fast, responsive trainer. The elites come in at just under 200 grams and I can barely feel them on my feet, which is what I love. I also look obviously for something with traction for the sled push and sled pull. um, And I find the rubber soles on the elite do the job for that. Other things to consider. What I like is a trainer that I'm able to wear not only just on race day, but is durable enough that I can get my mileage in all week in them, so I don't have to switch and change trainer depending on what mileage I'm doing. So all them things will help you narrow down the shoe that's right for you.
2: I think she's um, she's right there in sense of like doing all her miles in them. That's quite a nice piece of advice of like having a shoe that you can generally train in. Um, I where The elites, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they've got a carbon plate in them. And for me, I always find the carbon plate throws me off a little bit with sled push in terms of like the foot flexion. It's, it's a hard one. I think it comes down to personal preference with it, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, of course. And look, uh, you can dive into uh, a pit here if you want to, if that's the right word to use. You can go into so much detail, into so much depth, and find the perfect sole, the perfect foam, the perfect X, Y, and Z for your running style. Ultimately, you need a shoe that's going to get you around 8K of running and isn't going to push you out of the sleds, um, if, mm. if at all possible. Yeah, that's um, a good
2: point, actually. Like heel slippage, like actually having it tight enough around your heel, because you've actually come out of your shoes before, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I have, and, and that's, that's my... Um, Biggest piece of advice, as as a as a as a lowly uh, middle of the pack high rocks athlete as such, <laughs> um, be be wary that uh, there is a bit of a trade off between um, running shoes and you know that that feel comfortable and also uh, just functional athletic shoes that mm. have a, a, a tighter sole, if that's the right word, or a harder sole, mm. um, which are much much better for things like. A sled push. I don't want a big foamy thing under my under my shoe necessarily
2: when I'm pushing that. Um, Yeah, that's that's fair enough, I guess. I guess that's obviously Dina's side of the argument uh, on everything. But as ever, we like to ask you guys as well, the everyday athlete, if you have any advice. So I think we've got something from Kim uh, and see a good friend of the pod. Uh, Let's see what she had to say. Uh, just just
1: to uh, just to clarify i feel like it's a bit of an injustice calling kim an average athlete she's she's pretty accomplished but uh, yes she she's not an elite so anyway this is this is what kim has to say so
4: i've got the asics gt 2012s because they have added support for my overpronation to make sure i'm not getting injured but they've also got really great grip and ankle locking for the sleds and they're obviously Obviously, I chose the ones that look the sexiest, so they're the turquoise <laughs> and pink ones, and they are fit as fuck.
2: Boom.
1: I mean, I think that is a completely overlooked quality aspect that I look for in a shoe. Do I look? Do I look hella hella flat? Do I look sexy as fuck? Why the yeah. fuck not? And uh, you know, you're 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 only gonna race as good as you feel, okay? Yeah. And the
2: outfit is part of that. Yeah. Right. You want you want racing stripes. You want <laughs> go faster lightning bolts. I- so
1: I feel like the 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 women's doubles category in particular have nailed this aspect. Because choosing your cute outfit and being matching whilst crossing the finish line is at least forty percent of the race. Mm. Okay. So, you know, if you need extra motivation, look no further
2: than what's on your feet. Yeah.
5: Nathan with a broken ankle, do you have got
2: anything? Yeah
5: I, yeah, I also overpronate a bit. So I've got running trainers, which give me a bit of support for yeah. uh, the overpronation. And uh, really? yeah, why well, I did I went to um, a dedicated uh, running shop in uh, in London and I, I spent about two hours uh, trying on different running shoes and there was a sales assistant and they'd watch me running up and down the road and giving me advice. So we spent a lot of time running. So-
2: so I guess what we could take away is like every shoe is is different and it's very much a case of you can go and get fitted for shoes. It's like uh you can't you don't just have to buy Pumas. You can actually go out and uh get someone to look at it and say, "You know what, for your specific shoe foot, it's like a it's like a suit, a well-tailored suit."
5: Yeah, I think it's I think it's as well, well, as well worth investing the time. You you know, we spent so much time Fair. running, 2 2 hours um if it takes that long is well worth it and uh seeking advice as well and having someone watching you run mm. and trying on different shoes fair enough okay well
1: that's uh that's been a really interesting discussion but um i can't believe we got through a whole segment of uh, feet related accessoires without uh, mentioning rock socks obviously <laughs> no no shoe is going to fit you properly unless you wear rock socks with them for all of you that don't know the Rock Sock is, of course, the leading hybrid athlete, German engineered, British designed <laughs> sock of choice, weapon of choice, to, to, to use Dina's words. And uh, they can be found on rockzone.com. So if you've not already got your pair, what are you doing?
2: Just, <laughs> just for legal reasons, they're made in China. But yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Sticking with Team Hogan, don't forget, uh, we've actually teamed up with them every Wednesday for the workout of the week. Uh, and you can find that on our Instagram, at Pod. Boys, what was the workout this week? Can you remember what we called it? Eddie the Ski Eddie the Ski Girl.
1: Um,
2: yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun one. Piggybacking off the success that was, um, welcome to Planet High Rocks, uh, a wonderful journey through time and space, or sorry, the land that time forgot, um, that was the ski erg station. Well done, Nathan, for capturing all those vids. The ski erg yeah.
1: techniques that one forgot, more more Yeah, like.
2: that was. That went viral, uh, believe it or not. So so kudos, kudos to you guys for putting that together. Um, but as ever, you can check that all out on at rock Pod. Um Also, you can see some posts there about Sleven Fitness in Vauxhall on the 18th of February. So we're actually running a reverse high rock simulation with the wonderful team at Sleven. Um, they're a fantastic gym that I've actually been training at for the last couple of weeks. And uh, we'd love to have you down to... Enjoy the vibes, uh, enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the partners that we're bringing to the table. So, Red Bull are coming down, Builder are sending some free stuff, there'll be free socks. Um, it's going to be a simulation-style workout, lasting 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how fast you go. Um, and yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I really can't uh, stress it anymore. I guess it's starting at 1pm. Uh, running heats are every eight minutes, um, and you can race in individuals or doubles. Tickets are free for members and £10 for visitors. You can go to our Instagram page or go to at and click their link in bio uh, to book your spot.
1: That wraps us up for this week. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll catch you after the European Championships in Vienna. Hello. Three, two, one, Raxona.
2: Raxona. <laughs>